Neon Black, I'm Shane Gilmore. I'm Ryan Jaso. We're joined by co-host Seb Weber. Our boy, Seb. The worst Brit alive. Doesn't even watch England play in the World Cup. Sports ball. Sports ball. You know what? Doesn't care that Wimbledon's going on and doesn't watch England in the World Cup. The two biggest sporting events for Britain, for the UK. I will say this. He is one of the smartest humans I know. And I'm sure he's listening right now and he's smiling because he's that guy. Oh, he just took his shirt off and laid back <laughs> and ate a candy bar when he heard you say that. <laughs> but I will say when, when he, he knows absolutely zero about sports, we're, to the point where like, it's kind of impressive yeah. to not know To not anything. know anything about sports, yeah. In the way that media is now, to literally not know a single thing about it. And I started thinking, how much smarter and how much different would my life be if I didn't pay attention to sports? Yeah, but you wouldn't be happy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, that's let's, probably true. Let's talk about your happiness for a moment. All right, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, today, we talk about the six-year anniversary of Channel Orange and whether or not Frank the, Ocean. The, seminal, the seminal introductory album from Frank Ocean and whether or not it's the most important R&B album of, of this millennium. We have a lot of this millennium conversations yeah. That's kicked off with this garbage Rolling Stone, the top 100 songs of the millennium. You say garbage, <laughs> I think it's pretty good because I think those lists are impossible to make. They are impossible. And the point of lists is to argue what didn't make the list. That's that's really what the point. It's not about what wins, yeah. it's about what loses. It's like award shows. Yeah. No one really cares about the one thing that won. They care about the four things that lost. Same. Um, we briefly review the uh, the new Florence and the Machine album. Which so, I loved. Something that Jason and Seb are very passionate about. I'm, I just I, think I'm Florence like, in general is so talented. She's a rare gem in a, in a, in a field of coal. <laughs> we talk about the Roy Orbison hologram tour, which, which I'm weirdly excited for. <laughs> I have no idea why. Like if there's a thing that you could pick that I would, like a month ago, if, I, if you asked me if I would be excited about that, just definitely wouldn't have been on that list. Shane, the further we get into this, Shane just keeps showing his age is what he's trying to tell us. Motherfucker, I, Roy Orbison <laughs> died before I was tw- 12. <laughs> what do you Which mean? makes it even weirder. Because I appreciate, I appreciate <laughs> good music. You're like those commercials where like, the guy starts turning into his dad. That's, that's you. No, I trying. just have good taste and the rest of you guys are idiots. <laughs> uh, and of course we argue. Which is what we mostly no, do. No, we don't argue. Yeah, we argue. On this do we argue? No. Of course we do. Ah, I'm kidding. Um, Actually, we come up with a really, really good idea that we're putting into motion right now towards the end of the episode. Um, yeah, let's not say it yet because not going to say it. But who knows? We don't know how long till it comes out. We don't want some stealing our idea. Totally, totally agree. But it's coming. It's and, coming, and it's going to wow everybody. Um, so yeah, check us out on Tuesdays and Fridays. And that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Neon black. Let's do this. Culture cards. Dun, dun, dun. Seb, uh, we're coming up on this. Well, not coming up. We just passed the sixth anniversary of Frank Ocean's Channel Orange. Is it the most important R&B album of the last 15 years? Calling an strong. R&B. Going and strong. Going 15? and strong. Or since, we'll say the millennium, since, we're, since that's, our, that's, our, uh, that's our theme today. The millennium theme. 
It does feel like no one gave a fuck about R&B for a long time until Frank Ocean came around. Um, Coming from an R&B fan. Is he R&B? Oh, yeah. He, absolutely. Yeah, it could it's be. It's like new wave R&B. It could be. I would support that. As I would support that. I can't. I'm not. Well, it's more. The album's great. Blonde, I think, is the more complete album. But uh, what is it? Thinking of You was the single? Mm-hmm. That still is like a stunning song every time it comes on. Um, but to answer your original question, yes, I think so. I mean, what else is up there on the R&B spectrum? I mean, you hadn't had... D'Angelo and shit like that. But, that but D'Angelo talk, but didn't do anything after 1998. Exactly. I mean, he had one album. You're right, he had one album that was okay, but it wasn't no, anything like his first album. The, the last album he had was really good. It was good, but it was nothing like Black Coffee yeah. or whatever that was. Um, yeah. Give it to him. Why not? You have a weird thing with Frank Ocean. Why? Um, you think he's pretentious? Or is he a genius? No, we talked about this a little bit. Yeah, before, I think he's a but... genius. There's no doubt. I don't think I don't think he's pretentious. I think he's a genius. Um, I'm just not. He also might be one of the first out African American men that lives in the in the hip hop spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like one of the first out. Uh, that 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 straight black men would listen to as well, straight white men, and we, you know, yeah. I I don't want to say I have beef with uh, with uh, with Frank Ocean. I'm just not Frank Ocean's biggest fan. Just I think I think Blonde was an amazing record, but he's always felt to me kind of incomplete. I, I don't really know what I'm saying, but like it always, there's always for me there's something missing, and I don't know what he's it is. only had like really one radio hit, right. Uh, yeah, one. He really only had. No. I mean, he's had a lot of like he's had a lot of groundswell hits, but really one radio hit. He's, right, and well, I yeah. The he's track he Calvin hit. Harris is pretty big. He said some pretty big slide. What was it called slide? That was a huge. Was track. that on his record, or was that just was? Did he feature? Oh, it's, it's, no, Jay. So that was the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Um, I think he's been missing a hit. I just I don't know what it is. Maybe I just feel that. He's definitely a genius, but he's all—he's also like I think he's an enigma. I think we've not seen his best work, believe it or not. I think we've well, got. Yeah, I hope so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I kind of feel that he's got some uh, some more. We talk. We well, we always talk about like you're either like it used to be like I, I always use the example like pre nineteen ninety nine, you were. Either The Who or Velvet Underground. Post 1999, you're either Radiohead or The Foo Fighters, like if that would make sense. He's definitely on the Radiohead track. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt that. That's why, that's why I said um, he's kind of an enigma because he kind of lives in this lane where he's breaking all the rules of modern music, right? Where it doesn't seem like he kind of plays by his own rules. He doesn't put music out. Consistently, he distributes himself in the U.S. Doesn't show up to award shows anymore. He's doing something that gets in fights with Chris Brown. A lot of people should be getting in fights (laughs) with Chris Brown, but he does a lot of things that are kind of what we talk about on the show all the time that don't work. They just they don't work. Exactly, that's exactly what I'm. But they work for him. Yeah, Yeah. because whenever whenever he talks about something coming up, it's the most anticipated thing. His, I mean, today as we record the show. You know the six-year anniversary. Six. That's not a. That's not a sexy anniversary. No, number, it's not. Is trending on Twitter. Okay, let me put it to you this way. I wish Frank Ocean had the bangers 
that The Weeknd has. If you took The Weeknd's bangers, gave him a Frank Ocean, to me, I think he would be like an absolute global superstar. He's believable. He's like lovable. He's kind of out of his mind. He's kind of a little bit like, yeah, he's kind of out of his mind, but yeah. you trust his opinion. But he has only had one banger. Whereas Abe, you know, from from the weekend, he felt like that. Abe used to sound a lot like, like Frank Ocean yeah, up until up two albums until ago. Up until two albums yes. ago. So it's almost like if it was, but when he was go when when the weekend was doing high for this, and he was like the hottest thing, and every but I hate feel your but, face. But, God, I hate that yeah, song. I, I hate it too. It's so but, first of all, I love the weekend. I love the weekend, and that's a terrible song. It but is. he the, was the an Daft en- Punk song's amazing. I think I hate feel your face. Yeah, but he oh was also God. he was also an enigma. Then. He guys. kind of was like a little bit. He yeah. was hard to get hold of. Hard to kind of. He wasn't accessible during that phase. Whereas I feel that like Frank Ocean is more calculated with how accessible he's become. And I just wish, I just feel the, I just think the music's really great, but I wish he had some bangers. Here's, here's, and The weekend, whether you like, I can't feel my face, but if we were to take, the we, but if we were to take The weekend's body of work, it still smashes Frank Ocean's out of the park. It does, but I As don't. As R&B. But, it's, but I don't think, you know what's funny about both of these guys is you don't often hear them uh, compared to each other. No, no, you don't. That is interesting. That is interesting. They do live in their own lanes, even though the they are like the first. They're part of this weird, like dark R and B corner that started. Yeah. Oh my now, god! Now that you're seeing a lot more of it, the weekend's music was all about getting fucked up on drugs. I think the week. Actually, I'm going to take this back. I think the week. If I'm thinking about the first few, the weekend they're, they're, EPs, they're, to me, they're 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 stronger. Well, he's put out a lot more stuff, but I think Channel Orange is better as an album. Than yeah. any of the weekend's albums, and going not that it matters, because, but just to be for clarity's sake here, Frank Ocean's top five songs on Spotify, the worst of the top five is a hundred million streams. He has a weird. He's building right. up this weird Beyonce fan base. He's getting like this weird fan base to where people are f- like Frank Ocean fans are fucking nuts about Frank rabid. Ocean. Right, they're, they're nuts about Frank Ocean. If he if, like, because like, we're talking about, he's able to do these weird things with his releases. Uh, like, what does he do? Like a podcast? He, does, he has an like but, an Apple show. But, but, but he's, he releases but he's, songs on his Tumblr page. Which but he's is not an A list musician yet. And I just no, think that not. with the right tunes, with the right with the if if he came with with a more of a weekend vibe, and. I'm talking about quality of song structure. Even though I will argue though that last Coachella he should have headlined. They had him play FY. That was a mistake. They shouldn't have. They should have flip flopped. He's him. not big enough. He to should have headline. played over Lady Gaga on Saturday. Nah, he won't. No, play. He wouldn't Gaga pull the numbers. He, I'm sorry. Two years ago is what I meant. The year it, that he played FYF, he he's should not have. Big, he the year that Blonde came out, he doesn't have enough bangers. I think you would be surprised. Maybe you're, I, I agree with you I on think, that sense, but with the fan base that we're talking about and the the draw that he would have been, maybe not a Saturday. I don't, act, think, maybe I don't think not main stage. I wouldn't stick him on main stage. I think though, you give Frank Ocean another record. If his next record has a couple bangers on it, he could very easily knock the weekend off his perch. You said something interesting though. You said Frank Ocean is not an A list artist. And I would argue that he's an A-list artist in the way that new artists are A-list artists. In the sense that it's it's non-traditional. He's not radio hit after radio hit. He's doing his own thing in his own lane that works. And he plays straight to his bass. And his bass is so rabid about him the same way Beyonce is. That he's carved out his own niche in the sense that like, He's got to be the most. He's one but of the I, most fascinating I, artists in the I, sense that, like, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. But I also dis, I, I, I don't want to subscribe to the idea of what an A-level artist is because what an A-level artist is, in my mind, 
is somebody that fills stadiums, that has legitimate hits, like legitimate radio hits. And I wonder what the biggest venue he's he's headlined. Definitely, he's def. Is it probably like FYF or something like that? He's. I don't think he's worth. I think he's, he's probably like a three nights. Like he the shrine. He is he filling up like, he's like he could do the shrine, but he couldn't do an arena tour. No, I'm saying he could no, do like he could by do any like, means, right? I think L.A., New York, major markets. He's probably two to three nights at his shrine, and the shrine is about a five thousand cap. Yeah, so five thousand capacity, probably one plus one plus one, like meaning one show the, at another. But yeah. the interesting thing about him too is we we talk about starving the market, and he's. He's done so well with exposing himself. He he does do that He's very well. He's perfect with the way that he balances his exposure level to where he, he retains all credibility while still get he somehow gets picks up steam each time that he shows his face, mm-hmm. which is which is a great place to be. I don't know how long you can sustain that. He's in a position where when he does something, it matters, and that's hard it's to do. It's always a big deal yeah. when you break. I mean that Moon River cover, like everybody was talking about. But it, he won't be an A-list artist until he has an A-list artist until he has a bona fide hit. If he has yeah. a bona fide hit, it's game over. Because he think has everything else. You did bring up something though, and I do think uh, D'Angelo and him, like if you look at what was D'Angelo's big song, um, Naked, Naked, or the one where he's naked in the video. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know. It's a fucking really abstract song that was big. It does remind me of the type of music, the type of R&B that Frank Ocean is a part of. It's not traditional. Um. Uh, you're talking about the old D'Angelo single. Yeah, correct? the one where he's, he's fucking shredded in the video and just standing there like butt naked. Yeah. It's like every D'Angelo video. No, Genuine still takes care of himself. I saw him. He looks good. <laughs> All right. Moving we, on. We digress. Uh, Jaden Smith just released a rework of his album Sire. Uh, what's interesting about this is, A, Jaden Smith has gone from being kind of this weird... Uh, Kind of a, a joke in a weird way, to to having this 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 level of credibility with a certain age group, um, and that's reflected in the way that he dropped this re-release. And this is more of a JSO question, but it's released exclusively on Instagram. You Instagram can only TV. Listen to it on Instagram TV. Mm. Is this a representation of the a new level? Uh, uh, you know, you have CDs to streams. Now, when you say when you talk about streams, most of the time you're talking about either iTunes or Spotify, sometimes SoundCloud. Now, is is this the next thing? Because to us, that sounds ridiculous. Like I'm going to well, go listen to something on Instagram. Well, let me dissect. Sounds like a waste of time. You 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 said a lot there, so let's dissect it. First of all, I'm going to reference the 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 late great Denny Green rant. We are who they thought they were. Who's, Jaden, who's Denny Green? Dennis Green, he had the rant. He was a football coach for okay. the Cardinals, and he freaked out and said, "Sports ball, anyway, sports ball." Thank you for the sports So, hole in one. Okay, so thank you for that. He says we are who they thought they were, which is what Jaden Smith is exactly who we thought he was going to be. He grew up with two celebrity parents in a very interesting time, and it seems like all the interviews I've seen with Will Smith, he talks about how Jaden is the most fascinating person, but also horrifying at the same time because he does whatever he wants and is, and he's so enamored and in love with him, but it also scares the living shit out of him as a parent because 
he wears dresses and he does all these things that are like shows up to the Met Gala with his hair with the, the hair with his dreads cut off. Yeah, and he's holding his dreads as his guest, and and he does. I mean, he, he just, does seem to do things for the sake of doing them. No, I don't know. He's, he's I think, young. I think he's a. I think he's a, a a young kid who grew up in the spotlight, and uh, he's a very interesting character as a whole. Like everything that he's done, he's. I think he's very talented. Now, the second part of your question about is Instagram TV going to be the new path forward? To me, this feels like someone from Facebook, Instagram said, we'll give you a lot of money. Let's try something new. And just like the kid who went to the Met Gala with his dreads in his hand said, you know what, I'll, I'll take this risk and I'll try to just release it here. And let's try, to, let's try to change the world. Let's try to do something different. I think it's bold. And I don't think a lot of artists would take that kind of risk by exclusively putting out something on a platform that doesn't, typically put out music exclusively or at all. And we'll see if it works. To me, I think doing anything exclusively in 2018 is, is a huge mistake. Yeah. I think you're you're limiting your market, although I would imagine more people have Instagram than any other platform. Also, I don't think that we would be talking about it, though, if it wasn't exclusive. Yeah, and no, I, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I think if you're over 21, you don't really care about Jaden Smith very much. It's it's basically, and I think it's something he can do with Jaden Smith because he has money and he comes from his dad. I think is worth over a half a billion dollars. And his dad is the shit. Let's get that straight. Yeah, dad, his dad is, is the shit, dude. When his dad figured out Instagram, it was like one of my favorite weeks of Instagram <laughs> when he like discovered like how awesome it could be. But I think that is the perfect person to be able to take a risk like that because. There's no royalties with with Instagram TV. You're not getting paid no. in the music. So he's he's doing this because he can. I would say it's a, not the brightest way to release music uh, for most artists traditionally. I think they are getting paid by the music now. They, they closed that deal a couple of months ago. I, I, yeah, he has a record deal. No, but in terms of, and I, I said what Jason's saying, but in terms of royalty, they're paying for yeah. streaming now. They're paying licensing and I'm, yeah, I'm sure they're giving yeah. him some type of a fee because that's the thing you have to pay attention to is if he's doing that. And like I said, if you're over 21, you don't care. If you're under 21, there's a lot of people that care. Well, are you, you know? sure? Because that's a huge deal. Because that's been an ongoing thing between music. Yeah, they do. Creators. Because now there's music on Instagram. You can, you can, it credits the song at the top on the top left. Interesting. When a song's used in the background. Hmm. So if they've done that, I'm, I, I'm just, even though it's not the same as him releasing it through Instagram, but if they've gone to the, the effort of right. being able to add music into your videos and it's credited on the top left, they're going to have to be doing it. Because I know it's been an ongoing accounting. fight with Facebook, especially. Yeah. Like, why, are, why, why do I have to pay you to advertise my music on your platform? Why yeah. aren't you paying me royalties on this? Right. Um, um, I think it has been sorted, but I don't know. I just don't believe in Jaden Smith. There, I, 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 <sighs> I thought he was is. this permanent joke. And, the, and funny enough, the first person who I heard he he had him just doing like because remember when he was going through his like he would he would he would either tweet I think he would tweet these like haikus that were just like silly and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Interesting enough, the first person that had him that I noticed had him on a song and talked about him as being really talented was was Childish Gambino. Um, I but, think he is talented. I think the I'm sure he is. I mean, I, it just it just turns me off. You know, I mean, he's it's like a, anything pretentious. But also like, just no. I, the other thing that that works instantly against him. Um, which also could just be down to my age, but but he hasn't had any. I, I, I'm trying to understand his relatability from like a from like an album perspective. Like he has clearly had a life that none of us have really ever experienced. He hasn't really come. He's never come from struggle at all. He's never had to work hard to get a record deal. He's never had to hone his skills. 
he may be talented, but I'm talking about the belief core of like following an artist. Well, where the same like, thing could be said about Chance the Rapper, which was which was an original knock on him. He comes from a you know his parent his parents are lawyer. Or dad's uh, a lawyer. Uh, his mom, yeah, not quite as rich no, as the Smiths. Don't no, get me wrong. That's but way he didn't different. Uh, a, I don't know. No, that that's way different. It is way different well, from being two incredibly famous, very talented parents who have you. I mean, you grew up in Bel Air. I mean, yeah. to me, so, I, I just have a hard well, time. Well, that was the Wait. problem at the beginning because it's like nobody, the only reason anyone's paying attention to this guy is because. He, who, well, who, well, everyone needs to in, order to, in order to really be connected to someone, you have to feel like you relate to them. And I don't eh. just feel like I. Well, then how do you make the case for Miley Cyrus or Noah Cyrus, who's doing her own it's, headline it's tour? It's totally different. Yeah, that's it. That it, is it a is, tad it bit is, different. It is still, I mean, we're talking about the biggest movie star in the world. You could yeah, argue. I think the relatability is just in the feelings, not necessarily the life experiences. I, I, I agree. I think it's just that that's really what it comes down to. I agree, but I just, you're not, I'm just a bit like, I don't give I don't give different. him the time of you day because I feel it's that. so different. Like what you were talking about with like Frank Ocean and Radio Hits is because we grew up hearing songs with hooks and radio hits. They, they sounded a specific type of way. Yeah. Nowadays, I don't know that necessarily our brains uh, are, are trained the same way as a 16-year-old that didn't grow up during the Michael Jackson era. They just haven't heard a hit yet. Dude, they didn't grow up you with Fresh right. Prince of yeah. Bel-Air. No, they just, <laughs> I mean, we live in a hitless age right now, but that can't last forever. No, it, it, things will go in A hit will last forever. This, 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 no one's going to be talking about Jaden Smith. In, in this I don't know, but I, I think that, that you'd be, no, I would take that bet. That, that I'll take that bet against you. What, 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 what we've exchanged for hits in today's age in music, what we've exchanged for that, hit and that cycle of, of music and then radio and then tour we've exchanged for just constant content well that exactly it's a it's what, 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 you what make, used to well, be what used to be a cd sale or an album sale is now quantified in in, in a, a certain metric of an a, a attention span well that's really what you're buying and but selling our frank now. ocean argument he doesn't He's but I'm very much with his time. But that's what I say. He's an enigma. There's very well, and few, I, and, that are like, are, and I think he's like he's. That's why you know the the question was going back to Frank Ocean. Is it the most important R and B album in the last 20, 15 to twenty years? And that's probably why, mm-hmm. for the good or for the bad. I don't know. Um, there's there's always going to be uh, exceptions to every rule, and I think Frank Ocean's that exception to the rule. I think as long as you continue to put out content in today's age. It doesn't even have to be good anymore. But as long as you're constantly in the public eye and and you know you're out there doing stuff, you can have a career. What album? How many albums did he put out? Jaden Smith. No, this is a remake. So that's what's interesting. This is a remake of his last album. Jaden with, with visuals. Jaden has put out. So it's a reworking of a, of the same. Looks I like, don't know. It's interesting. It's just so. Di- I, I don't know how to judge it really because there's not really. It's, that it's, feels like they're trying to just fill a void. Looks and, like he's put out put, two albums. I think then, he, yeah, I think you're right. Two albums, and then the recreation of this one. If yeah, you count that as that's a third, what, that sounds right. Um, all right, moving on to somebody that did have hits. Um, mm-hmm. Roy Orbison, the Roy Orbison mm-hmm. estate. Interesting enough, is going to do a hologram tour. Twenty five. It starts in the UK. <sighs> Goes across twenty five shows. Now, normally, this sounds that sounds ter- like a terrible idea. Just judging off of off of where it's gone in the past. But is Roy Orbison someone that's novelty and interesting enough to still like go see as a hologram? It's interesting. There's something compelling about it. Uh nah. 
You don't think so? Like I it's can't kind even of like think. A, I can't even think what he looks like. Roy no. Orbison? Yeah, just off the top of my head. I don't shaded glasses, little portly black right, hair combed to the side. You know why it's not interesting? Would you be in? I mean, because the, I would go. I would go to it just. I, I as long as it's not over fifty bucks, I would go to it. I think. I think the person. Yes, I think the 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 fan base of Roy Orbison. Is not a fan base that's interested in a hologram. Right. Personally. Well, that's the, the fan base, or, that's what's interesting. Me and producer Jesse over here were talking about Orbison off air, and he's he's a he's he's a really interesting um, he's a really interesting artist because he's someone that has a ton of respect within the music industry. Obviously, like the traveling Wilburys to a certain generation of of rock and rollers are the epitome of cool, right? It's you know, right. George Harrison, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty. It's it's the super it's the first super group. Um, Orbison was a huge songwriter, wrote a ton of hits. Um, and kind of was very well respected, and then obviously he he died. He died. I think he died a little younger, right? He died, mm-hmm. I think, in his early sixties or yeah, late fifties, so. something like that. Um, but it's a pretty long life for a it rock is. And it's the first time that I. <laughs> I, I got to say though, it is. It's the first time that I've heard of. Like the Tupac thing was hilarious, right? It was something to talk about. But this is the first time I was like, I don't know. As long as it's, I, I probably would go to it if it's not. It, but yeah, some, but, rem- but more for the novelty remember, of the conversation. Uh, remember the Tupac thing was like for th- three songs or well, whatever it was. They were going. They got shut down, but they were trying to do a tour with that. Well, it got shut yeah, down but like watching we like, a hologram for like an hour and a half does not sound yeah, interesting. I think to me. the hologram was interesting in the moment, right? The same way. But I imagine how long ago was that? Imagine the technology has gotten a little bit better. Well, that was that eight years ago? No, five years ago probably. Nah, I don't know. I think it was five years ago. It, regardless, I I think it was a novelty thing. It was genius at the time. When you look back on it, it doesn't age well like a lot of technology. It just doesn't age, age well as like a, a as a novelty thing. Yeah. Um. The same way. On the flip, there's that there's that touring. I think it's Japanese act. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's a computer. All, that's all. Oh, a computer. But that's that's a that's a. But, but that's, that's an sold, entire brand. That's, that's sold as that. That's sold right. as that. But I think my point was that works for. But the that's, that's what I mean. It's a, no, it's a novelty. It's but this demo- weird novelty. But I don't think the demographic yeah. for that is is teenagers. The de- demographic for this no, is... No, but Roy Orbison's after- been dead for so long that... And I, like I said, I don't think it's going to be... I, I don't think it's... it's. We always talk about venue size. I can't imagine it's going to be anything bigger than a couple thousand. So what, what what's success or fail? If, we're, if, we're, if that's the question you're asking. Success is going to be if we're going to see more of these after this. Mm. Nah, we would have seen it already. I don't think so. I think because this is really the first one where you're taking somebody that's dead. I mean, and doing a whole but tour there's, with but there's it. been talk of Whitney Houston. It's never happened. It's never. No, happened. I know. But they're really running out of ideas if yeah. they're going down to number thirty-six on the list. Well, like, I think this is the first. They're time. like Michael Jackson. No, they're fucking Whitney Houston. No, yeah. blah, blah 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 blah. The Beatles. No, blah, blah, blah. I'll give yeah, you this. But Michael Jackson, it's a disservice because you're talking about one of the greatest performers of all time. Like seeing him as a hologram just. Would suck. Like, see, I'd argue the other way. I, I feel like Michael Jackson. I would go of see Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, I'm the opposite. I would for the remember, whole because you know the entire experience. Yes. But have you seen the Michael Jackson live in Vegas? It's fucking brilliant. I don't care what anyone says. It's yeah, really, really? Good fun. Yeah, of course we, it we is. Heard the, I heard the opposite from. Of course it is. I'm not expecting to go and like watch Michael Jackson. Just think about right? like when you were a kid too. I thought, I thought it'd be amazing. Chris didn't like it because didn't he have the Disney thing when he was uh, the thing at Disney for a while too? Captain Michael EO. Jackson? Yeah. The, I, I, you know that what I mean? was like, a hologram, yeah. He was always kind of a novelty thing where I think if that came back the right way, I'd pref- I just don't see Roy Orbison being that entertaining yeah. as a hologram. Yeah, I just, I don't, we're going to see Roy Orbison go fucking mental and stage dive? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to see shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get on to the main topics. 
Um, How old's the hologram too? Is it like twenty year old Roy Orbison? Yeah, or yeah. 60 no, year old? I mean, he pretty much looked the same from from age forty on. Um, so, didn't he die of cancer? Maybe he did. You're maybe actually, I think you're right. Yeah, maybe his hologram should have towards the oh end of the show God. just get Let's, thinner and oh sicker, God. and then the show ends. Um, what? So this week, Drake Drake Sorry. broke the Beatles' fifty uh, four year <laughs> record of most singles in the Billboard Top one hundred. Um, I think he had seven to the Beatles five. The, but the, this, the interesting part of this is is if you really equate the actual sales to streams, it's not like anywhere close. But it brings us into kind of a subject that we've had off air for for a while now. Is it even fair to compare these new acts with old acts in the sense of success? And what we were talking about is there's so much music out now. Is there is there an opportunity to have moments the anymore? Su- the success is, is totally the, the metric is totally skewed. It's com- it's not even it's apples it's the oranges pretty much. It's, yeah, it's, it's hilarious not, to me. Like you're going to compel, compare Drake numbers, to the Beatles. The numbers are there, but in, in terms of like somebody committing and spending twenty bucks on a CD, like the 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 the, the accomplishment is different. I think absolutely. You I know think what so I mean? too. But but the uh, the bigger question is like I said. But I ran the numbers like on his streams. He made six million last week. Last week alone, from just from one week. Yeah, you're, you're, paying, you're paying ten dollars a month. Records, you're paying ten dollars right? a month for unlimited streams versus in the past you're paying twenty dollars for a CD. The royalty doesn't. Yeah, but the royalty rate doesn't change depending on whether you're I a premium member or a free member. The commitment is still well. like I, point 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 two. See, cents a stream. It's weird because or something similar. I disagree with the with the commitment in the sense that you're actually, if you're a super fan of Drake, you're probably listening to it more on Spotify. If you own a stream, if you pay for a streaming service, you're probably listening to it more now than you were if you own the CD. Really? Because you don't remember buying a CD and playing a song on repeat for, oh. for fucking a month. I don't do that now. No way. I, I don't do that at all. I used to that fucking just the kill the fuck out of songs, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's a... but Especially if you bought the single. Which is, <laughs> hold on, but this is why this makes it so much more Which is the dumbest now. thing in the world now when you look back on like paying $7 for a single when you could just wait yeah, and buy the album I for know. 12 bucks, yeah. an entire album. But I think here's a, here's a, there's kind of an interesting thing here. There's not, there's if anything, since CD 20 years ago, 25 years ago, there are more music fans because there's just more people on the planet. There's always going to be the same. Music's not going out of Thank style. Thank you, Captain Obvious. But I mean, there's not like, it's not, the, the, the metrics are different, but You're it's right. always the same as far as I don't think the way that we consume I don't it. think it's relative. I really don't. If anything, it's more impressive to me now to go to have as many streams as he has versus becoming multi-platinum because there's way more music out. Every week, way more music comes out than yeah, ever before. Yeah, but they can juke the system. I mean, like, look what the Spotify fallout with with Drake. You Spotify's getting sued now because you pay for the service. There's not supposed to be advertisements, right? But when Scorpion came out, Drake was in like every hip hop list. His picture was on the front. Scorpion was on the front page. Well, that's a stupid, it was like they're, no. they're shoving okay. it down okay. your throat. Okay, stop. Shoving, that, okay, no, that, this is it's a real. It's not like no, I'm no, not. I, I'm not speculating there. That's what that's what's happening. I know you're not speculating. That is a bullshit argument. That's good and, management. And that's a bullshit argument because there's still 40,000 songs that come out or something ridiculous every week on just out in the world because it's anyone can, you and I could write a song True. right now and release it. There's way more that's noise how we have to this cut. Podcast. There's, there's way more noise <laughs> yeah. to cut through. There, there just is. You can tell me all the advertising in the world, but it's like in the past, and uh, I mean, how many, 20 years ago, how many records came out a year on a label? How many albums Sheesh. came out? Way less than now, obviously. Way less Maybe than like now. Half. 
Right. Probably. And do you know how much more on the marketing? Major, on the major labels, yeah. So how much more marketing used to be allocated per artist back then versus now? Yeah, but, but set Mr. A&R before, said it before, gone to the days where if you had, uh, you know, a million dollar rollout for a, for a, for a song that you could 100% capture yourself as a charting artist. Mm, you could make it work. If you had no, the you money. Told, you said you couldn't. You, no. Just so you know, we can roll the tape. You said that doesn't exist anymore. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah, that's what I meant. I but mean, it back, in the day, back in the day, you used to be able you, to. If you got like Correct. a $2 million radio budget, yes. you could guarantee that you were going to be a top five. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Right? You, it's harder to game the system now than ever before. Like put, getting put into playlists is gaming the system now. I think it's easier. This is how the they'll spin it. I'll put it now. This is how they're going to spin it. It's not advertising. It's a takeover. They're just doing yeah. a release takeover and he's taking over the platform. It's it's never going to hold up. No, it's not going to hold up, but it's just, my point is- And that's get, what you would do if you were Spotify. You'd be like, yo, we want to give you a lot of love. Yeah. Especially since he was kind of, I remember when he, he so he was originally supposed to be part of the title. Oh, was group. he? He pulled out the night before. Smart man. And then he was going to go. And he's like, got a he's got a good team, man. Yeah, I tell you, there's oh, one dude. thing you can never say about Drake is his Drake's team is on team point. Are the best. His they team are is fucking on point. Sharp as fuck. I mean, didn't I thought he did a deal exclusively with Apple Music? Right. For a second, and right? now he's done the Spotify thing. I mean, it's kind of he's playing the field. He's doing the right thing. And of course, if your if your last record was somewhat exclusive on Apple or whatever he did with Apple, then of course Spotify have to come with a pretty big A game, and they did. And he's the number one artist, I believe, streamed artist. He's on always Spotify. whether his album's good or bad. I mean, Drake is in a. Is I'm kind now of in on the second week. I'm kind of over it. Yeah, Drake's in say. a spot where it, I think when you get to that level, especially now, maybe you're right. It's harder to get in the door, but man, once you're in, it's really hard to pull you out because you have everybody's attention. Yeah, for a minute. You bring up a great and point there, too, right? And also, too, everybody, everybody now is clamoring towards it because we live in the era of of you know e waste and. And like you said, a million of so- millions of songs coming out a day, and uh, especially these companies now, when it comes to advertisement, if there's one thing now that they can quantify, or if it's something that they know is a sure thing, they're definitely gonna go. They're definitely gonna go that direction because these big conglomerates and these companies, they don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. Yeah, right. there's no. It's not like it used to be. Well, we talked about it. I was talking about it yesterday. I think with you, right? The you know, eighteen-year-old uh, kids are obsessed with YouTube stars. Yeah, it's just. Mike, I, mean, I, my, I don't even get it. Like, it just seems like so, like vlogs. It's, it's just, just, it's not for you. It's yeah, not, it's not for, me. for me. It's exactly. not for you. I'm an, I'm an old, I think, fat motherfucker. You know what's crazy? You, you just said, like, that, that album's the number one streamed album in the world, broke all these records, all this stuff. You don't need to hear it a week later. Yeah. Are we it's kind that, of, kind of depressing. Part of the reason is the two bangers had already come out. But are we at a point now I where listen to, I listen to God's plan? We listen to the point. Cup, we're at the point months. now where nothing matters a week later, which well, is kind of depressing. It's really depressing. So does that mean that there's. I like, blame that on Kanye. Will there be new classics? The same way that, like, I no. listen to old music all I think the time. We're, I think we're, I think we're, I think we're, and you know what's really scary is if we go down this road. Where nothing lasts for very long, we're gonna run out of stars very quickly. We're gonna burn through stars. Yeah, we burn yeah. Through. Well, we're gonna burn through them. We're never gonna have a Coldplay or a Gog. You know, uh, you, you might have it for a moment, but to have like a Madonna, for a example, a transcendental type well, artist. Yeah, that it's is, kind of like you're not gonna get that now. I think I, I'm worried, but you're not gonna get was, that. I mean, we we are all saying that. We are not listening to the Drake album two weeks later. That's kind of nuts. How about considering this? how high profile it is, and considering that ten years ago, if you had the success that Drake got this week, 
that would be the biggest fucking home run of the year. And now it's just kind of normal. Dude. I get that we're breaking records over here and all that kind of shit. But like, yeah. it's kind of, you're right, it's kind of a bit depressing that we should be like still talking about the record. And I, I really think it's down to the quality of the music. I think music I think overall right. is I just, think you're right. and I do just think, plateauing. I think it's, I, I, I do, I, I hate to be that, well, in my day, you know, we walked to school School in the snow, but uphill both ways. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Uh, you're right, though, and that's why it's just to beat a dead horse. But even like it did feel like Daytona did feel like a quality piece of art that was that was if that would have came out in the '90s, it would have worked, and it would have mm-hmm. it would people would have maybe it wouldn't have had like a major success. But like, success let's put it like, like, like uh, God's plan is the strongest. I think the strongest song on that record, yeah. right? That's not a 99 problems. That's not a mm. hey Jude. No way. No way. Let don't even go down there. It's not. I think God's Plan's one of his best songs. Right. But listen to what I'm saying. If you were to put his best song, and he's the biggest Hotling, fucking Hotline Hotline Bling's probably his biggest song. I you, don't like you, that song. And you but. were all right. And you put that next to the biggest songs of the 80s well, and 90s. You're old, not but, com- but you're, you're talking not about those, but you're, you're talking about those with with a 360-degree view, because we've because time has shown us that Hey Jude is actually a great song because you haven't gotten tired of it, right? But I can. We don't guarantee. know in fifteen years what people are going to say about God's. Play. I could, but I, but I would put, I would put my house on it that it's not going to be yeah, talked I, about, I talked think, about like that. Yeah, yeah, I think what you, the difference is, we're, Drake's already working on another single. I'm sure. Like even though this came out, there's Absolutely. probably a single coming out within the next three months because that's the way that things are consumed now. Hey Jude, they probably toured off that record for, for years, 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 years. So it became like a one more time by Daft Punk. It's, there's just I, I really worried we're missing this it's, kind well, of like it's, it's Pavlov's law, right? Or it's it's just conditioning where we hear the same thing over and I over. I feel like over. we're missing major moments in culture. It's just like a genre is having its moment, but like we're not looking back in twenty years and going, you know. I mean, just look at bad or fucking anything that just really stands the test of time. God's plan isn't going to stand the test of time. Yeah, music- Juice World isn't going to fucking stand the test of time. <laughs> music now to me, Will is Rumsel like- isn't going to going to shots fired. Um, I think music but- now is just like it's like fireworks, dude. It's fucking it insane. It's amazing, not- and then you just don't care. It's- fireworks suck. It is fireworks suck. Yeah, uh, if- yeah, they do suck. Not if you're eight. Speaking of a of an of an act that that you that I know Jace is fond of. I don't know how you feel about him, Seth. But uh, Florence Seth? Machine. Just call me Seth. I called you Seb. It's my American accent. Um, Florence and the Machine came out the new album. Didn't that? Did week. that come out? The, it came out this. It came, it out, came last out last week. Okay, so it came out after Scorpion. Not yes, it came out after Scorpion. Yeah, I love it. I think it's fantastic. I love it too. I think everything everything about it was was just classic Florence and it was beautiful. Explain Florence to me for if you guys can, because Florence and the Machine is an eight is, foot ginger giant. <laughs> Is she that tall? No, they're just like she's very fucking big. They're just like they're very. <laughs> so she's still shorter it, than me. It's just very affable music. It's not. It's it's good, but there's no. I've never been able to like connect with the music. It's great soundtrack music. Oh, I can. It's good, uh, obviously, and, and she's talented. I, I there's no argument there. It's so lovely to hear a properly produced pop yes. record, right? Isn't that oh. so good? It's uh, dude. Have you, have you listened to the new one yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, on the way down here. I've only had done one one listen. It's really really good. From downtown LA to here. I think, but she's a perfect example of rock's problem right now. I mean, you can call it pop, but but she's a, she's a perfect it's example of the, of the problem with it is that 
it takes too much time to produce. And it's so sad to say that that's a problem, but that's a new media problem in the sense that to produce something that good with that kind of quality takes time. And the world doesn't wait anymore. I just think Florence sounds like a derivative of like really talented pop acts. Like, I, the only like thing, I would much rather listen to a, to Adele than Florence and the Machine. Yeah, if I'm going yeah, to listen to me too. If I'm going to listen to like that type me of music, too. Like I'm rather same. just I just rather listen to. But Adele. they're not the same category. They're they're, not I don't the think they're in the same boat. No, I, I don't think they are. I, 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 I don't mean, care who you are. Florence is still a B plus artist. Yeah, I agree. Okay, she's, then she's then a B plus, right? Okay, Adele is an A. Can, Adele's an A. Adele's I can swallow that. An A. Yeah. She's an A that. fucking yeah. plus. If you, you know, know what like, I mean? Yeah. Adele will. Adele. Did but like you know why? Because Adele's nine. got fucking hits. Yeah. Adele it's did not n- that hard. Then she do nine nights at Staples too. Yeah, I mean, she but she's got <laughs> fucking hits. Yeah. Right, and it's tasteful hits. She's got tasteful hits. I mean. Hello is maybe one of the best pop songs of the last of, uh, twenty years. Yeah. I would say 20 years, yeah, easily. To be that kind of not traditional and to... Well, there's just simply nobody like her around right now. No. That, that sings like that. There's nobody that's like that, that, that has that type of soul mixed with pop. That, that well, I would mainstream. argue that there is. They are around, they're just not as good as her. Well, that's what I mean. You know? There's not really a... She's her only. She's really her, her only she competition. Will, she will absolutely. Yeah, exactly. She will stand the test I think of time. I, I want I f- some homework for for our boy Shane. I think you should go back and listen to Florence. I, music. I don't yeah. have a problem for the record. I don't over. have a problem with any Florence stuff at all. And if it comes on, I like it. It's fine. But it's never anything that I'm like can't get out of my head. And it's like I, like I never turn on Florence in the Machine except for today because I knew we we're going to be talking about it. The track she did with Calvin Harris is maybe one of oh. my favorite dance music songs of the last decade. She's too. great. Her voice sounds great with dance music. I, I, I um, agree. Uh, you got the love. You got the love. Yeah, that was a banger. Oh, um, that's such a good song. Ship to wreck on the last record was so good. You know what I like about Florence the Machine you got the as love well. Was a remake of it, but that was that was another dance group, like a um, Brit pop dance group, right? Yeah, but I'm trying to was like that the, was that the thing she did with Calvin? No, you got the love is the yeah. one she did with Calvin. Yeah, yeah that's she a remake. That. That's that's somebody that's else's song. Um, you can't say that. It's, it's a, a collaboration. Cover. No, it's a cover. No, it's a cover, it's a cover oh, of another. Oh, oh. It's, a cover a cover, of another. Yeah, it's a cover. It's a cover of a really good cover. I thought you've seen Layer no, Cake, no, no, right? No, no, no. Oh, that's I, another it's one. A that's theme, another one from our famous song. list. It's that's a theme another song one. in Layer Cake, yeah. I thought you were talking about. It's the main song. You can't. It doesn't count as your song. If it's no, 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 no. All right. Let's talk. Let's, 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 let's get into this just because it's a list that does not matter, but at the same time kind of does. Rolling Stone released the 100 greatest songs of this century. Um, so everything from 2000 on. It's kind of a divisive list when there's songs on here and we won't go through all 100 songs because that's ridiculous, but there's songs on here that you can that you can agree with and there's some head scratchers here, not to mention there's some that are just completely missing altogether. Um, we'll, we'll just crack the top five real quick. Crazy in Love, Beyonce, number one, Paper Planes, MIA, number two, Seven Nation Army from White Stripes, number three, Hey Yeah, Outcast, number four, Maps, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's, or I'm sorry, 99 Problems, Jay-Z, number five. Seb wants to say something. What it's, do you want to say? It, of, of what? Well, how many years? 18 years. Since, the year 2000. Since 2000. Oh, then it's definitely accurate. I thought, for some reason, I thought this was a, the century. I don't know why. <laughs> Someone told me that. Well, it is <laughs> yeah. of this century. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess of this century. But I thought Hello, he meant Seb. of a century. Hello, Seb. <laughs> Hello, it's me. Seb is so excited <laughs> for the MIA plug. You forgot um, <laughs> No, I think it was the white dude. White. When Crazy in Love came out, fuck me. I can, 
I could deal with crazy in love number one. Paper Planes, when I first looked at that, I was like, what? And I thought about it. It deserves to be number two because that song was massive and it's it still does. a great song. And you know what? We released that three times and it never I'll tell took you the off. Song that's it only missing. took off when it was on I'll the I'll tell trailer. you the song that, really? should be, yeah. that should be number three. Seven Nation Army should not be number three. Our mm. boy Kanye got fucked. Runaway needed to be, should be in the top three. That is by far the third biggest song. In 18 years. I don't nope. think so. You nope. guys are crazy. I think Seven Nation Army is where it needs to be. You guys are crazy. Dude, Seven Nation Army is a bigger song than Runaway. I'm sorry. Yeah, way bigger. It's still, it's still big. Played. It still gets played on terrestrial radio. Oh, it's still so like- So does Runaway. Yeah, but people in football stadiums aren't going, Runaway. You, dude. They're going, dun, 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 That dun. is one of the greatest it's, lead-ins of all time. You are Maybe. fucking- I am, I am on. I am on the yay train with you, and that is- Bollocks. Runaway's number seven. Oh, Map, for- Maps number six, which surprised me. <laughs> Maps is a huge song. I love it. I love yeah, Maps. But I, think, number six, I think that's good. That's I think number six. Track, so the only the two that really, that really stick problems. out to me. That's number five. 99 <laughs> problems are five. We're but, arguing about four fucking slots. Well, Runaway being in the top five, being in the top five is a big <laughs> well, deal. Can we go to 10? Number 10. Uh, no, can, we, can, we go, number can, we go five, can we go to five to 10? Yeah. Yeah, five to 10 is 99 problems. Number five, Maps, yeah, yeah, is number six. Runaway Kanye West, number seven. Rolling in the Deep Adele, number eight. Royals, Lord, number nine. Last wow. Night, The Stroke, number 10, which is a great poll. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that one. <laughs> Last Night was the big, big I thought was the, was the best poll of this entire list. Is number 10. Yeah. That's a weird popular song that I never went away. I don't think Lord, but Lord I, I should think not every, be at number nine. But I think everything else in there is pretty Lord accurate. Lord should not be at number nine. You're talk, are you talking about personal taste or global impact? I'm global gl- impact. Global impact. Royals is massive. Lord is massive because of Royals. It, it's another song that is still continuously played on all radio stations. I'll tell you the problem. Another Hate thing. Or not, I'll tell you the other thing is that's weird about this list because you're talking about just, I think they're, 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 Kanye's um, dick in your mouth? No, there should have been, there, there needed to be some kind of, like Enrique Iglesias should have been in the top 10. He was by far the biggest. From, from 2000 to 2006, what he was the to biggest star Shane? in the world. Yeah. Who the fuck I'm just, are you? I'm looking at this and like he should Enrique be there. Enrique Iglesias. Is this fucking Hollywood? You, what you guys are forgetting the 2000s. Okay? I'm definitely not. Hero. I'll tell you who Banger. else. But. I'll tell you who not else is in the missing. top 10. I'll tell you who else is missing from Are you this Hollywood list. Hogan Shane now? Yeah, I don't understand dude. what's happening, bro. Nelly oh is not anywhere on this list. That's that's How, that's, that's wrong. fucking crazy that Country Nelly's grammar. Not when, did, when, did, when did Nellyville come out though? That's 99. No. no. Country no. Grammar is 2001. Country Grammar came out in the 2000s. Two, Hot in Here came out in like 2004, 2005. Hot in Here is not, not as big as But Nelly Country. can't afford a publicist. Maybe. So that's why he's not in the that's not why that's why he's not included. And the other thing that's missing from this list I'll tell you the the biggest surprise of this entire list to me. No, Mr. Brightside in the top one hundred. Oh, really? Oh, that's wrong. Not anywhere on the list. Uh, here, okay. So what about one NSYNC? of the biggest anthems? Can I? Can I? Let's just say one <laughs> you thing. You love it, No, we, there's no we, boy bands on here. I don't think we can debate. We can debate this all we want. Making a list is the most arbitrary task of all time. <laughs> from the biggest, but it is coming from the biggest. Uh, music publication in the world. I don't care. It's impossible to please everyone when these things come out. It's we're basically arguing about can you someone's. Not, can you opinion. not be mad about this for one second and just argue with us, like like little like little yeah, like the I, little children that we are? I'm totally happy to argue. Can about Can we go your, ten to twenty? I'm really intrigued now. This you want to keep good, talking about how awesome Enrique Iglesias is? Because I think this list is pretty accurate. Ten to twenty. So number eleven. Since you've been gone, Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Get your freak on, Missy Elliott. Huh. All right, Kendrick Lamar. Toxic Britney Spears. Crazy Niles Barkley. Yeah, I, I kind of, other than... Um, I just figured it out. 
I know why he's obsessed with Enrique Iglesias. Doesn't he own part of your stupid dolphins? No, no, no. He owns part of Anna Kor- Kornikova's ass, but he doesn't own. <laughs> did he get his mole removed? Yeah, I don't he did. Know. Did he? I'm telling you, the guy was a, one of the one of the biggest stars in the world for totally ten agree. years. For ten years, he was huge. Uh, the but I maybe like he black was, stars on here at number eighteen. But David hold on, Bowie what song? was like, what was on. what was Enrique Iglesias' biggest tune? Probably Bailamo or or Hero. Bailamo. Yeah, but Great that was songs. in the '90s. That's no, like 90s. Well, Heroes was 2000s then. Mm. I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. Wasn't Hero the theme tune to Con Air? Hero's 99. Oh, no, hold on. <laughs> that was Leanne Rice. <laughs> wow, what a poll, dude. Get away from the bear. What does he say? <laughs> it's like the worst, worst movie of all time. Fucking John Cusack and Sandals. Uh, all right, hold on. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, um, 2001 Hero. 90s. I'll tell you who's, uh, who's on this list a lot. And it, and it, it was and, and, des- and deserves to be on this list a lot. Outcast is on this yeah, list a lot. Yeah, that's good. Bonds over Bad Dad is number twenty-seven. Miss Jackson is number twenty-three. Both and amazing both songs. amazing songs. And then obviously, uh, as we said, uh, Hey Yeah is number four. Yeah, I kind of fit fourteen. Fourteen, not four. No, it was fourteen, right? It was four. Oh, hey yeah, Hey Yeah is number four. Oh. I'm so confused. I feel like you said like what? totally different what? things. No, no, no. Number one is Crazy and Love Beyonce. Number two is Paper Planes MIA. Number three, Seven Nation Army White Stripes. Number four is Hey Yeah, Outcast. Number five, 99 Problems. <laughs> Crazy and Love's a massive it's song. It's a massive I, song. I, I, I don't uh, like it, but it's a huge song. I don't think it's number one though, but, but whatever. I think it's number one. We're talking one. about, it's hard to argue anything against Beyonce because she's just still the biggest I mean, you person can just in the world. Play, I mean, you could play what, I, you could play song. the opening note of that song and everyone would know what it was. So here's, here's, here's an interesting as, argument. As someone that loves pop music, I don't like that song. So here's an interesting argument. Like, it just doesn't do it for like me. Like we said. If Crazy in Love came out today by Beyonce, who's arguably bigger than today than she was. just as big because she's Beyonce. No, no, that's no. not a good sample size. No, no, no. Is it a classic in, in 18 years from now? I don't know if it is because question. of the way that we consume stuff now. I couldn't tell you one song off I think I think if it's big it's enough, huge. if it's, it's big song. enough, it, like, it, it stays. I just don't think the songs are there. I just don't think the songs are that good right now of that level. Because you think about it, like nothing on Lemonade is really sticking. You know, like that. I mean, I mean, we're talking. I would argue that that there songs. is. I would argue that there is music as good as there was 15 years ago, and and, and that are on this list. The songs that are on this list are as good as. I'm the sorry, songs. Mr. Brightside is on here. Yeah, I was going to say it's number dude. 34, but yeah. that should be top 10. It's still charting. Well, it's, it's, it's still charting. I know. It should be. That should be in the top 10. Uh, I don't. I've lost my train of thought, but I don't know if the music's worse now. Like you, like you're saying, or that the way that we're we know. that we digest stuff that we just no, digest the, it. And it's then the, no we're one. Out, we're in. We're we belong in a, together. Is number eighty seven. That should be way higher. We're in a weird time where like the <laughs> hit doesn't really matter right now. I, I refuse. I refuse to like, argue they're, about they're, it. They're fucking hit, list. It doesn't because matter. we have social media. We have everything else. One you more time. Away. the list. Well, better. Yeah, eighty four. We um we just are in an era right now where the hit isn't that important. I think you're absolutely right. I think I don't, but I don't think the hit. But the hit will come back. How about this? What was the biggest song of last year? <laughs> Can Hot, any of you guys say that? It had to be Hotline a Kendrick Bling. song. It was probably it was probably damn. Hotline Bling. Humble, you mean. Or humble, I mean, yeah. Hotline Bling. Wasn't that last year? No, time? that that's views, dog. Hotline Bling's on views. What year See, is it? That this just illustrates views my came point. came out like six years ago, four years ago. No one here can No, like, it's gotta be it's gotta be damn. Or is it Taylor Swift? No, biggest a, song. We're talking biggest song. Yeah. Damn isn't damn. I mean not damn. It had to be humble. humble. No. Of last year? What is it? No. 
Let me get. Let the me. fact that we all have to look it up Biggest says something. Song. Hold on. You guys are just proving Who my came point. came out with an album last year? <laughs> right. You can't think of it because so much stuff comes out now. Well, the partly, song, yeah. The, no matter how much marketing, how much. But I don't, I wouldn't have never known what the biggest album was the year before. I could tell you what I on. thought was the best album of last year. Hold on. What Another Rolling Stone poll. Hold on. What, was, prob- what do you think is the biggest single of last year then? I would have wow. thought, thought Humble would have been the biggest. Not my I favorite it. song. It's Bodak Yellow. That was the biggest tune last looked, year. To be yeah. fair, you, you looked just it up. looked at your phone. Yeah. Let the record show. Yeah, he was, looked it up on his phone. Yeah, but, but it makes sense. Right. That it makes sense. sense. Yeah. It's number two on the Rolling Stone list. I'll give it to but you. It's not number two. No, it's, oh, no. it's, it's, on, it's in the, it's in the, the top number two list of best songs of last year. Oh, okay. What's yeah. number one? Uh, Bad Liar by Selena Gomez, which is kind of a little bit of an See, I don't. See, I didn't even know that song existed. No, I don't even know how that goes. Wrong demographic, homie. Bodak Yellow, I'll give that's for sure. Overrated. It's a big song, but it's over. Uh, Kendrick Humble's number six. The fucking album won a Pulitzer. I don't like Humble to be on for the record, but I don't know how you don't like that song. It's great, but whatever. We digress. Next point, unless you want to keep arguing about best songs. I mean, it's yeah. This is a divisive list. I think we need to do our own list. This is where I'm where I'm going with. This. I don't know if I could even do a list. Oh, I could do a list. Ah, oh, easily. Ah, oh, I just feel like it would take so long, and you just you pine over it for Mark Morrison, Kanye, Return of Kanye, the Mac, Kanye, Kanye, Killers, Kanye, 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 uh, <laughs> Jay Z, <laughs> throw some Mariah Carey, and definitely some Enrique Iglesias. Hero did come out in two thousand, right? Yeah. Uh, 2001. 2001, yeah. What good Mariah Carey song was in the We 2000- Belong Together? Should we put together our own list? We Belong Together. Uh, dun, dun. What your Butterfly had it come out in 2000. So you, there's like yeah. four jams on that album. I think NSYNC. New Pornographers think, made this record? But I also, I think. I think uh, Bad and Bougie, even number 72. Bad and Bougie is a great Carly, track. See, Call Me Maybe should have been higher. 71 should have been way higher. Bye, bye, bye. Was two thousand right? You're obsessed with boy bands though. No, ninety eight or ninety nine. You love really? you. You've Fuck on record yeah. have said this is the best thing to come out of the United States. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Only a, because only because that's a backhanded insult. I will not agree with you. As a musician, no, it's like an entertainment act. As, a as fucking an no, I'm saying like as an A and R. Something to or laugh like, at is what he's saying. As an A and R or as Seb Weber, like the human being. Seb Weber, the human being. <laughs> Thinks it's that in sync, it's a humanity piece. It's the best thing <laughs> that America did. A guy Ever. that signed like MIA and I would say in sync. If, right. if you could sign anyone, any time period, anytime you go back in time, you can sign anyone. Sweet. at any time. We, we just did this last okay. week. We can go, no, we didn't. Well, we did. We no, did a better we said, way, I did and think you should have. You should. I still am so disappointed that you couldn't answer the, the five artists you'd start a label with. Of all people, we, you're the uh, one that goes, no, I can't do it. We need to start an actual game of fantasy record yeah. label because it's it's actually really cool. Oh, and then let it run? <laughs> then let it run and see who has the best label yeah. here? We should like do a- I'm with that. I actually like that let's idea. Do it, let's do a draft. How do we do we, this? We do a draft. We do it like a draft. And nobody can pick the same artist. So you do it as a draft. You have first picks. We have whatever, five people. Oh my God. Can we get the Control Forever community involved in Absolutely. this? Because this could be really good fun. And then we judge it by streams or whatever sales at the end of the year. Yeah. Or, we Let's can, do it. We should live stream this on Facebook. I think that's. I think, we, I think we're doing. We're going to do fantasy record label. <laughs> such a really good. <laughs> such idea. a good idea. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Neon Black. <laughs> <laughs>